Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, it is Larry Sharp. I am here Tuesday here on WYSL Rochester, New York, A Free Solution. So happy to be here this afternoon. And I know you're saying, Larry, I thought you were on that Sharpway thing. You're right. I usually am on that. But we are both very lucky that I'm here with you today. Isn't that great? So happy to be here on A Free Solution. Because I want to talk about a little bit about what other people are talking about. But I'm going to put a spin on it, as I'm sure you knew I would. The Queen of England has passed. Many people are talking about it. Some people are really unhappy about it. Some people seem to actually be happy about it. Seems odd for me to be happy about the Queen's death. To be forward with you, I don't care that much. Not as in a callous way that I don't have empathy for her family and friends. Not that. But in that when it comes to an aristocracy, she's not my aristocracy. So if you like your aristocracy, and clearly many people of the UK do, then good for you. Enjoy your aristocracy. No worries. Good for you. Now you might say, but Larry, you're a libertarian. Open libertarian. How in the world could you be okay with a monarchy or an aristocracy? Well, generally I'm not. Sadly, I'm fighting my own here in New York State. And there's a big difference between the New York State aristocracy and even the American aristocracy and the British aristocracy. The British aristocracy sucks almost no money from the people. Most who don't know that. They are independently wealthy. They do take some cash. They do. However, they literally bring billions of dollars of tourism into the UK. So you might say to yourself, why do people want the royal family? They want to get paid. There's a lot of money. You don't know how many people... Go to the UK, want to buy a plate with the Queen's face on it or a cup with Princess Diana's face on it or something. I'm talking literally billions of dollars going to their economy. Small stores and shops, you know, T-shirts with now the new King Charles on his shirt or something. People love that stuff. I've been to London several times and the British people like it. But the tourists like it more. The amount of Americans who go over there and buy cups and mugs and shirts and keychains and with the king and the queen and it's amazing. Love that stuff. So I'm not mad at them. They like their aristocracy. Good for them. At least in that case, I can see some value to it. And if they believe that that value outweighs the fact that they have a monarch, you know what? You do you. 
I don't want us to have an aristocracy at all. None. I can't stand our aristocracy. They don't provide value. They just suck everything from us. They literally devastate us. They crush us. They are like the kings and queens of old. Just sucking from us and punishing us and disrespecting us and all those things. I don't see any positives. If Her Majesty Queen Kathy Hochul, first of her name, if if she was actually putting billions of dollars back into our pockets, eh, maybe I would think differently. Perhaps I would. But I think we all know the reverse is true. Our aristocracy, nothing but bad. Nothing but bad. If you go to the UK, they name their things, their infrastructure, sometimes after aristocracy, but also after things like battles and places where the British Empire has won and things like that. We just do our aristocracy. That's what we do. We name our bridges and tunnels after people who've ruled us. I'm not sure if they have a better, they might have a better system than us. I don't know. But there's one thing I will do, and I will always try to give credit where credit is due. One thing the queen did far better than our aristocracy does is unite. That's a good thing. That's one good aspect of what the former queen did. Many people, regardless of whether you were left or right or labor or whatever you were, you thought, you know what? I like the queen. She's fine. If she said something, you paid attention. When she would go overseas and do stuff, you feel good about it. Eh, that's fine. What about our aristocracy? What do they do? Do they unite us? Are we proud when they go overseas? Do they say things that we don't care whether they're left or right? We go, yay, we love them. No, not even close. All our aristocracy does is divide, divide, divide. There is no unity in our aristocracy. There's no unity within us. There's no unity within them. There is nothing but divide and pain and fighting. And that's it. Nothing else. But the Brits don't have that. It's funny. It reminds me. You knew there was going to be a story, didn't you? There is one. Reminds me, believe it or not, of the old British TV show, Doctor Who. Some of you, if you're old enough, may have watched it. There has been a new reboot in the 2000s. But I'm older, so I remember the show from the 70s and the 80s. That's when I remember the show. And if you know the Doctor Who show at all, I'll give you a brief update on what it is. It's basically a science fiction TV show from the UK. A time traveler from another planet travels around other planets and meets people and tries to save the world, all worlds, throughout a series of adventures. And he usually has a local human to help him. That's generally what happens. Very broad. Well, he has enemies, bad guys that are trying to kill everybody or destroy the universe. You can imagine it's a typical sci-fi show. One of the bad guys is a group of people called, well, I shouldn't say people, a group of aliens called Daleks. They look like salt and pepper shakers with suction cups coming out of them. And they're the bad guys. There's an origin story of these bad guys. These bad guys, the Daleks, are sociopathic murderers, mass killers, 
genocidal maniacs and their goal is to destroy all sentient life in the galaxy, in the universe, so that they can be the only true safe people on the planet, in the world, world, sorry, universe. I'm talking sci-fi. That's their goal. So they go around trying to murder and slaughter everybody and doctor who has to stop them. You might say, wow, that sounds kind of two-dimensional. It's not. There is an origin story for the Daleks that is actually very important. The Daleks come from a planet called Skaro. And you might go, wow, why do I care, Larry? I'll tell you why you care. Because on this planet, they've been fighting a war for hundreds of years. The people who are fighting, a group of people named the Kalids, and they are fighting a group of people known as the Thals. They don't even know why they're fighting anymore. They don't care why they're fighting anymore. They've been fighting so long, they have devastated their entire planet. They've been fighting so long that they have to use fake zombie-type soldiers just to pretend they have soldiers because they're running out of people. They literally are running out of weapons. They've used chemical weapons. They've used nuclear weapons. Half the survivors are now literally mutants running around, broken, can't even do anything. They've devastated the entire planet. They are so willing to fight, so much hatred, they don't care the cost. Their generals are teenagers because the other ones are all dead and they don't care and they keep fighting. They don't care. They don't know why. They just hate the other so much. They're destroying everything to a point where a scientist, the name of Davros, decides, you know what? The entire planet's destroyed. Everything's ruined. He doesn't think we should have peace. No. He thinks I'm going to genetically modify my people to survive in any environment. So if we destroy planets, who cares? If we ruin things, who cares? We're going to do it just so we can keep fighting. And in case they think about peace, when I genetically modify these people, I'm going to remove all empathy to make sure that they just want to fight and kill people. This was written in the 70s. So it wasn't written today. It was written in the 70s in a UK sci-fi show. Just think about that. You hate the other so much that you will just fight and fight till you can't remember even why you're fighting. You will sacrifice your old. You will sacrifice your young. You will sacrifice your planet. You will use any means necessary just to make sure the other person loses. That is division. That, sadly, is where we are right now. We are on our way to simply saying, I will fight you because I hate you. I don't even know why I'm fighting anymore. I will just find new reasons to hate you. And as new things happen, I'll forget the old ones. I don't care. And in fact, if you like something, I hate it because you like it. Not because I actually hate it, but because you like it. How far will we go in our state, in our nation, to make sure the other person loses? Will we turn ourselves into Daleks? Will we turn ourselves into people with no empathy, who don't want peace, who will do anything to make the other lose? 
Am I nuts? Maybe. Do you like Doctor Who? I do. Let me know. 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp, WYSL Rochester, New York. Honor Free Solution. Back with your calls and the chat after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. Hey, this is Kevin Wilson, host of A Free Solution. You ever need a tool for just one project, but didn't want to spend the cash for something you'd use just once or twice? Well, there's a new tool library in Rochester where you can borrow just the thing you need instead of buying a new one. It's called the Tool Shed from the Southeast Area Coalition, and membership starts at just $25 a year. Use it for home projects or to support your business. Learn more and become a member at seektoolshed.org. That's S-E-A-C toolshed.org. Available in the WISL store at WISL1040.com. Official top quality tees, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting the colorful WISL logo or the already famous Mount Worstmore line of merch depicting Mount Rushmore style are for worst presidents. Of course, you know who is front and center up on that mountain. WISL official items make perfect gifts, or they're a great way for you to make a personal statement. Locally produced and sold only in the WISL store at WISL1040.com. A free solution on the WYSL stations. Hey, it's Larry Sharp. I'm back here on A Free Solution. WYSL Rochester, New York, 585-346-3000. Before the break, I was talking about division and how our aristocracy goes out of its way to divide us, to make us hate each other. And we do, they do it so well that we just keep fighting each other while they just keep grifting. They keep taking everything they can from us. They get stronger. We get weaker. And somehow we think we're winning. It's not working. Let me grab a call if I could. I'm going to grab, grab uh, Craig. Craig, how are you? Not bad. How are you, sir? What's going on, my friend? I'm just calling because you were talking about, you know, oh, are we going to alienate each other? Are we going to call each other pieces of garbage? Are we? Yes. You know, like, there is no going. That's what we're up to. Yes. We're doing it. Yeah. And what you just said about the ruling class, too, and how they keep us divided. And they all do well, and we all suffer. Uh, it's so plain to see. Every single day, it gets more and more plain. So, how much do people need to see before they realize I'm done with these two, these two parties that are garbage, and I want to go for a third one? 
Is that going to happen? It seems like it will take literally the end of the world for that to happen. Well, look, I, I hope you're wrong, obviously. I don't want us to be like the planet Skaro, which becomes a, a dead planet because they fight so much they destroy the planet. They have to leave the planet and take over other planets. I Right? I get it. I don't want that to happen. But sadly, it isn't, and people ask this of me often, they say, how bad does it have to get before people change? Getting bad isn't the criteria. It has to get bad and there must be hope. If it's just bad, people just stay unhappy. It's actually a thing called learned helplessness. That's actually a a natural term in psychology. So people just go, that's how it is. I hope one day there'll be a good king. Until then, I'll just lay here in my own filth. That's literally what people do. So when there is hope, then people have a chance of moving. I think that's what Yang was trying to do with Forward. He may still do it. I don't know. But I think that's his goal. I think my run as a libertarian, that's my goal. I'm hoping that someone will achieve that goal. If we all fail at that, we're in trouble, Greg. But if we actually give people hope, I think that's how we change it. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, it's time. Okay, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a declaration here. I'm gonna call on anyone okay. listening to this station right now. Drop it. Stop it with Hokel. Stop it with Zeldin. And get the word out about Larry. Get the word out about third parties. You're in trouble. Yeah, like if if you don't get Larry in office this year, you're screwed. That's it. That's the end of the state. That's the end of the country. That is not hyperbole. You, you will have zero choices. You will have choice of garbage one or choice of garbage two for the rest of your life until the end of this country. That is not hyperbole. It, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's grab them by the lapels and shake them. That's it. Like, this is it, guys. This is, that's all you can do. So you guys are now getting, Craig is giving you, if you're watching, if you're listening, you are now getting a virtual grab by the collar shake. I hope you feel it. So yes, what I think, yes, I, I think what Craig is talking about though, and Craig, if you correct me if I'm wrong, is the idea that since no other independent governor candidate is running, if there isn't, a, a, if the Libertarian Party doesn't gain party access or party ballot access for 20 years, there'll be no third parties, no independent people at all. And sadly, in New York State, that means no coalition against the establishment. That means one party democracy for the next 20 years. And I would ask anyone, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, do you want New York State to be run by Democrats for 40 straight years, specifically when we have no term limits, which means Kathy Hochul could run three, four, five more times as long as she's old enough. And I mean, uh, healthy enough. I'm sorry. Healthy enough. And we now have politicians who are in their 70s and 80s who run. So she could literally stay our governor for 20 more years. I'm not making that up. That's feasible. Am I wrong, Greg? No, that happened. My county executive in Oneida County is the longest serving county executive in the history of the world. I'm not high. That's not hyperbole either. Like he's literally one of the longest, if not the longest one of the longest serving county executives in the entire country. He's been county executive for 20, 20 some odd years. He has ruled wow. Oneida County 
with an iron fist. And he is a rhino, and he's got that R next to his name. So the good old boys go out, and they check the box, and they feel good about it. And that guy locked us down before Kathy Hochul did. That's what, wow. you've got for a Repu- that's what you've got for a Republican in Oneida County. There is no such thing as anybody for the little man in power in this state. Stop voting for the people that have power. You have to vote for an outsider. That's the only way you're going to change it. I, I wish you were wrong, but you are correct, my friend. I love that. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm fired up today, Larry. I'm angry. It's just so frustrating because I see it slipping through the fingers, and I feel like I feel like it's do or die time, and I don't know if people realize how urgent it is. Well, I, I think you're right. I think I, I see it online. I see it when I meet people. People are still saying things like, well, that's okay. We'll just vote and it'll be fine. Or they're worried about things that, in theory, they shouldn't be so worried about. And I'll go to two very different worlds, guns and abortion. In New York State, guns and abortion, sadly, for some, for some of us, depending on who you are, it's settled. It doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. It doesn't matter what happens at the federal level. It's irrelevant. It is hard to get guns and easy to get an abortion. Now, if you're happy with one of those two, awesome. If you're happy with both, awesome. If you're unhappy with both, I'm sorry. Either way, that's the reality. And for you to make a vote on either of those two things, I'm not sure that's a smart vote. Just being forward. We've got to have someone who can slowly make things better. They're not going to change the law. And if you look at someone like me, I understand. Abortion's not going away in New York State. But can I make an environment to where they will still, women will still have choice and we will have less abortions? And can I promise that by making a better environment to where women will make the choice of not having an abortion? Yes, I can do that. I can make a better environment to more, more women will decide to not have an abortion. Yes. Can I change our gun laws? Probably not right now, but can I make it to where you can walk into a, a city and not go to jail for having a firearm on you that you legally purchased? Yes, I can. I can do that. Can I begin to make it to where eventually we can start to pull some of our gun laws back? Yes, I can. Can a Republican or a Democrat? No, not at all. A Republican can't win. A Democrat wouldn't even bother trying. They wouldn't want to. That's what we are They wouldn't want to anyway. That's not what it's about. It's not about changing anything. It's about taking your money and lying to your face every single two years and every single four years, and that's all they do. And the the Republicans did it to you. I know this is a conservative audience on this radio station. The conservatives sued to take Larry off the ballot because they're afraid of losing their meal ticket. That's all they care about. That's what your Republicans did. That's what they did. That's what they care about. It's not you. It's not you. They're lying to you. They don't care about you. They're going to take your money, and they're going to live high on the hog, and Kathy Hochul is going to continue to beat you to death, and they're just going to smile about it. Wow. Well, for those of you who don't know that, I actually talked prior to, like last year, I was chatting with both conservatives and the Republicans and saying, hey, why don't you just back me? We'll have two, three lines. We'll win this thing. And their response was, first was no, and second was a lawsuit throwing me off the ballot. So that's what I get for putting my hand out, I guess. 
That's what I get for trying to be the peacemaker. I got punched in the face. But at least I'm still standing. That's all I'm saying, Craig. Yeah, and people, I think, you know, I appreciate it. There's a lot of people that have appreciated it. And um, I just, I just, I want, I want to try to get people to realize that they got to get the word out about how the Republicans don't care about them. Because that's the only thing that's propping up the Republicans right now in New York State is people think they actually care, think they actually make a change. Even if they got elected, they wouldn't. And once you accept that, it becomes very easy to be like, oh, I don't care about Republicans. It's not a part of your identity. They don't care about you. Identify with your values. Don't identify with your party. They don't care about you. I like that. Identify with your values, not your party. I'm so stealing that, Craig. I appreciate that. Yes. (laughs) Craig was fired up, guys. So let me ask you, is he right? Is he wrong? What's going on? Tell me. What do you think about what he said? 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp, a free solution. Rochester, New York, WYSL. Thank you for the call, Craig. I'll be back after the break. solution on the WYSL stations. Yes, I am back. Larry Sharp on a free solution, WYSL. You might say, Larry, I, I, I like this. This is a good show. You're right. It is. And you can watch it. And you can listen to it. And you can be part of it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Just head over to either Facebook page or to YouTube and go to a free solution. And every time it comes on, you'll be there. We have other cool people on too, not just me. Tim O'Connor's on here. Kevin Wilson's on sometimes. Come on now. People are here. They're cool. You should watch. You should listen. Very happy. Let me grab a little bit of the chat. You guys have been popping in. Some of you are actually uh, 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 Doctor Who fans. I love that. So Flying Rich. Flying Rich, a friend of mine from for years. He says toilet plungers. Yes, for those of you who have not seen the Daleks, if you care, D-A-L-E-K, and they look like salt and pepper shakers, and they've got like a eye stalk and like a plunger that they, I don't know, looks kind of weird, but that's what they, he's right, that's what they look like, but they're really bad. So, Jim says, they simply grift. I wish it wasn't true. That's the problem. They take the money. And they leave. And if you've seen, I mean, if you've been watching New York State for at least five years and just kind of paying attention a bit, I know a lot of people don't. And maybe you're a person, you're super busy, got stuff going on in your life, you're not paying much attention. I get it. A lot of people are in that world. If you're not paying attention, you don't notice. But if you are paying attention, anyone who supported my campaign in 2018... I'm still here. I've been working on this literally every year for the past five years. I never went away. I still do this show. Been doing it for years. I still do my own show. Been doing it for years. I still travel across the state. Every single county. Been doing it for years. Anybody else in 2018 doing that? No. No. They come in. 
they take your money, they give it to their friends, they get a cool job set up because of all the money they gave their friends, and then they went. Let me get, tell you what they do it. You know, guys like Cuomo, Cuomo had, I think, 18 or $20 million still in his coffers when he, when he stepped down. Now, he keeps that money. That's money he keeps. Do whatever, do whatever he wants with it. As long as it's political, he can. She might say, Larry, he can't just go spend that money on himself. That's true. He can't. But let's say, for example, Jim, you have a nonprofit and your nonprofit is a think tank for democratic values, whatever that is. That's what you are. And so Cuomo says, hey, I want to support your think tank because it's political. I'm going to donate $5 million to it. That's legal. He donates it to you. You don't have it. Now you hire him as the executive director or as the ambassador or on the board and you pay him a salary. I don't know, half a million dollars a year. So the course of five years, you pay him $2.5 million, but he donated $5 million, so you put $2.5 million in your pocket. Totally illegal, done all the time. That's the kind of stuff that gets done. That's the grifting you don't know about. That's the grifting you don't understand. How does this guy become like a professor emeritus or whatever, executive director or vice chair or whatever they call it, whatever name they give him? How does he become that? Because he donated money to him. Millions of dollars. So he basically bought a job, right? So it's a five-year contract. He gets half a million dollars a year. He gives them $5 million. They basically just split the $5 million, $2.5 million each. That happens all the time. That's our aristocracy. I'm not doing that. I wish I had the cash to do that. Maybe I would be. Maybe one day I'll be corrupt. Absolutely possible. That day is not today. And it's not next year either. So maybe eight years from now, I'll be corrupt. You'll throw me out. And maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll vote Craig in. But maybe you'll do that. Because Craig will still be pissed off. And he'll be yelling about me eight years from now. And then you'll throw me out. And you'll vote Craig in. Deal. I'm in. That would be a wonderful thing. 100%. So Bill says, Larry, can you spread the specifics of the stamps for write-in? Size, color, any text on your name, specific font. I can't yet, Bill. The team and I are working on that specifically this week. That piece itself is tonight. We're working on it because we just come up with the stamp plan last Friday when we lost our last appeal. So we are now working on all the revamps, all the redesigns. Once we have them out, I will let you know. But just to be clear, you do not have to stamp my name in. That's awesome if you do. You can just write it in. It is Larry Sharp with an E. That's my name. It's not Lawrence. That's all you need in the write-in. So thank you. Why would I care about a write-in? Because if we're able to get 130,000 write-in votes, we will still have ballot access for the party. A third party, a real third party, will still exist in New York State. Without it, we will have none. Everyone else has quit. It's me or it's nobody. I wish there were other answers. There simply aren't. So yes. DJ Elf is talking. I have not heard from you in a while. I hope you're well. He says, there was a unified platform program, but without media connections from the millionaires, we permit commercial entities and sell out to construct a narrative. We get what we deserve. You know, this is a valid point. I think you're right. When we come up with things that are good ideas or solve things, if we don't have the connections, as DJ Elf says, or we don't have the millions of dollars 
to promote it, it just kind of goes away because the media will create a narrative that will just say you're wrong. And I see it in my own world. Many of you have seen, I've tried very hard to reach out to more left-leaning media outlets. It's challenging. Very often they'll ignore me. Or when I get on, they don't even want me to finish a sentence without attacking and trying to make me look bad and changing the narrative. I was on one show when I was talking about the idea of just breaking the monopoly of government to make it easier for communities to also support the people who need, not just government, but other groups. Because when the government fails, what's the consequences? More money. They get rewarded for failure. I'm not joking, you know it's true. But when a local group that's relying only on donations, if they fail, they've got to get better or they go under. So why wouldn't I want to encourage other smaller communities to do this? And the person who I was talking to said, oh, so you just want to encourage the private sector so they can make more money. That was his narrative. I said, I want to give local communities better chances, more options to help people. He said, you just want more private companies to make more money. That was his narrative. You are 100% correct. I wish I was able to put more cash into this, but I think you're right. So yes. Anyway, <laughs> so all righty. Let me keep going if I can. All right. Um, Kevin says, will you make another appeal to regain ballot access? Kevin, I would like to, and I might, but I'll be very forward with you all. I'm always forward with you. It's about cash. It will cost me another 20 some odd thousand dollars to do it. I've already dropped $30,000 on lawsuits, $300,000 on getting the ballot. And all this money I've raised and some of my own money I put into this has gotten me nowhere. It's tough to go back to donors and say, give me more money when I've had so many failures. Just being very forward. You guys, I've been very open with all of you. You've watched my failures. You've watched me try to make alliances and get stabbed in the back. You've watched me put my hand out to other parties and them ignore me. You've watched me try to get in the ballot, get on the ballot, get sued off the ballot, fight to get back on the ballot, get thrown off the ballot again. You've watched this happen. So I don't know. If I'm able to raise another $25,000 and still take care of petitioners and still take care of run my, my actual campaign, I would. That's an issue. I'm working on it this week. We'll see, Kevin. If you know any people who can write checks for $25,000 and would like this to happen, please call them up or set me up. I would love that. If you can find someone to do that, I'm in. So hopefully that will happen. I hope either you're rich, Kevin, or you have rich friends. I hope one of those two things are true. Please go ahead. So yes, all righty. Uh, Paula says, the New York governor's office has become more like a monarchy. People in the States get obsessed with the British monarchy when we have our own political royalty. And that's not a good thing. Paula, you're right. Wake up, New York, and the rest of America. Break the cycle of the crown in New York. Vote sharp for governor. Thank you. Support third-party candidates wherever you live. We already have ruled by a one-party state for far too long. You know, I'm not against the idea of a uniter, right? And in theory, I think you see in the British crown, you do see that. You see that also, but not in the Japanese monarchy. They still have an emperor. Their emperor has 
virtually no political power, similar to the British monarch. But the British monarch does have some. She has small, a small amount of actual political power. It's very small, but she does have some. The Japanese emperor has virtually none. But they are a symbol. And I think people like that symbol of, hey, you can just care about our country and not care about politics, if that makes any sense. There is something nice about that. There is. We have nothing like that in America, and I'm not at all trying to make that happen. But I could see if I was Japanese, I might like the emperor. If I was British, I might like the king. I might if I was British. I'm not British. Just saying. I get it. Yes. Look. Do we need a unifier? We do. Do we need someone who can talk to both sides? We do. Do we need someone who can actually make it to where problems can be solved and problems just aren't reasons to hate the other? We do, but it's not a king. It's not a queen or an emperor or an empress. It is very simply a third party. I hope that party is libertarian. It might not be, it might be another party. But if we don't get one, we are in trouble. Am I wrong? Am I right? Tell me. 585-346-3000. Or put it in the chat on a free solution. Or even Larry Sharp on YouTube and Facebook. Larry Sharp, Rochester, New York, WYSL, back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals but don't take my word for it they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating if your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals give the professionals at simple tech innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, things that we couldn't afford, thanks to VetTix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they, too, can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. Getting podcasts of your favorite WYSL shows is easier and better than ever. Use your favorite device, PC, mobile, or tablet to visit WYSL1040.com. Simply click on the podcast tab to select, listen, download, and share instantly. Works great with any wireless device. No additional apps are necessary. Podcasts of all our local shows are easier to access and play, so share them with your friends. And thanks for listening anywhere, anytime to the Voice of Liberty, the WYSL stations. A free solution on the WYSL stations. Yes, Larry Sharp here on a free solution, WYSL. Rochester, New York. So happy that you're giving me a chunk 
of your afternoon. So I someone was asking me, and I want to ask answer this question because it's a great question. Um, Larry Sharp, the 2018 elections, you got 93,000 votes and you were on the ballot. This time you're not in the ballot. How in the world do you think you can get 100,000 plus write-ins? Just curious. It's a wonderful question, Jamie. And I, as you guys know, I never shy away from tough questions ever. They come on, people yell at me. I take people who are mad at me. No matter what, you will always see me be transparent, no matter what. Here's something I tell people just so they understand. It, it's not worth suing, it doesn't matter. On the ballot last time, I was the only person who was on the second column. Everyone else was in the first column. I was in the second column. We told the BOE to reprint it. They told us to go to hell. They're not going to reprint it, even though they had to, because if you remember, Cynthia Nixon dropped out and they had to reprint it and they still ignored me. I was purposely only person on the second column. In the second column, some of the machines were not set to read the second column. Why? There's never anyone in the second column. No one reprogrammed them. So some of them weren't prepared to read. So if you check just my name and that machine wasn't, wasn't prepared to read it, it was a blank vote. There were over 100,000 blank votes. Not just that. I was the only candidate who was in the same line as Stephanie Miner. Some people thought that she was my lieutenant governor and they checked both. If they checked both, that's a voted vote. Over 100,000 voted votes. Some of those votes were mine. I don't know how many. 20,000, 30,000, 100,000, I don't know. So what I would say is I made, what, I'm, what I am confident saying is I got over 100,000 votes. I don't know how many. Which means if I got over 100,000 votes, there was over 100,000 people in New York State who were prepared to vote for me in 2018. I've been crossing this state for the past four years. More people know me better than ever. I only got 2% of the vote last time. I poll at 7% now. If I can get enough people to know they should write me in, there are enough New Yorkers who will. That's the issue. That's how I make it happen. If I get enough New Yorkers to know, just write me in, there are enough who would. That is my point. Is that challenging? Yes. Oh my God, it's going to be hard. It's not an easy thing. You think I wanted to do write-in? Of course not. I want to be on the ballot, which is why I still may fight because it's a whole lot easier. But my other option is, Jamie, is I just surrender. We just accept that the war is over. But I am a Marine and I will always fight until I no longer have the means to resist. I still have the means to resist. Therefore, I will resist. That may sound simple. Everyone else has quit. I haven't. It is not going to be easy. So, Jamie, if, if you believe in this, then tell all your New York State friends they need to write in, which is why we're going to get stamps, because people can share stamps. More than one person can use the same stamp. Stamp in Larry Sharp, and we're good. So I hope I answer your question. It is not easy. You are, if you're thinking, Larry, this is going to be hard. Yes, hard or difficult does not mean impossible. It means difficult. And I tell my daughters this all the time when they say, but dad, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. I say, yeah, do the difficult things because most people won't. And if you fail a difficult thing, it was difficult. And if you make it, you're a hero. Do the hard things. And this is going to be hard. I agree. So, yes, 
Sanguine says, when the power goes out, we'll see who shows up. Those will be your ready-to-go conservatives. Ooh, you know, this is a good point, Sanguine. I noticed that when I was doing well and things looked good and it looked like no one was going to stab me in the back, I had lots of friends. <laughs> I had tons of friends. Everybody was my friend then. Larry Sharp's awesome. We love him. All of a sudden, the knives came out, and I started getting stabbed in the back, and the money just stopped coming in, and I got started getting my butt kicked. I didn't have so many friends anymore. <laughs> so, you're right. Right now, we're outgunned. We're in a bad spot. And I'm saying, get behind me. We're going in again. The question, who goes in with me? You're right. As was it King Henry V? Is that right? I think it was King Henry V. Who said, once more into the breach, dear friends. And which of the British people would go? Talking about royalty, right? Well, I'm saying it. Once more into the breach, dear friends. Who will come with me? Gene says, your caller was spot on today. I agree. Craig was right. I'm in. Absolutely. Valerie says, cheering you on, Larry. Oh, thank you, Valerie. I appreciate that. I really do. I, I, I appreciate that. Yes. She says, I talked to those Republican friends and they feel it's a waste to vote for Larry. We all have to vote for you-know-who, but I won't vote for him. I feel we get the same damn product. I will not. Let me be clear about something, people. I understand that thought process. We got to support him. The question is why? Why? Where was insert Republican governor candidate four years ago, three years ago, two years ago? Where were they? Thank you. Were they yelling and screaming when the lockdowns came? Were they yelling and screaming when the schools were closed? Were they yelling and screaming? They were in power, right? They were in power. I wasn't, and I was yelling and screaming. I had answers. I put my answers up. For those of you who don't remember this, I put the answers on how to deal with COVID March of 2020. Put them in videos. Showed you what was going on. Here's what I would have done. And if you go back and look at those videos, I was right. They were wrong. Yet, they deserve your vote? Why? Well, then he won't lose by 20 points. He'll lose by 10 points. Great. And New York will still be a disaster. But if I get my votes, I'll begin to make change. That's the key. That's the issue and what matters. So anyway. Phil, Phil says, Don Quixote fights on. Is that an insult, Phil? <laughs> or is that a compliment? I don't know. I'm going to take it as a compliment. That's what I'm taking as one. Phil then says, 20,000 people with $1. That's not bad. I like how you're thinking, Phil. That's a good deal, right? I like that. Grace says, the New York Post just said that New Yorkers don't like Hochul, but will vote for her anyway. True story. And that's from the Post. Why? This goes back to my story in the first segment of this show. We are at a point right now that all we want to do is hate the other. And we will sacrifice anything as long as we can fight the other. We will sacrifice our youth. We will sacrifice our elderly. We will sacrifice our jobs. We will sacrifice anything it takes just to beat the other. New York State is about three to one, almost three to one. Democrat to Republican. Those Democrats hate Republicans. Those Republicans 
hate Democrats. That means those Democrats are not going to vote for Republican. No matter how many times they tell you that story, it's not going to work. Look, I know a lot of you don't like Molinaro who ran last time, but I'll be very full with you. Mark is my friend. It's true. He's not a hardcore Republican. That's clear he's not. He would admit that. This is not something that I'm not talking out of turn. He's not hardcore. Very open to the left. He'll talk to them. He'll have conversations. He's not going to, he'll actually chat. He won't yell back the blue. He'll actually talk to you. And they didn't vote for him. Why would you think they vote for Zeldin? All Zeldin does is yell back the blue and Democrats suck. That's all he ever votes. That's all he ever yells. He literally went to Jersey to get money from Trump. Guys, let's be realistic here. Third party is the answer. There is no other answer. But no matter what, you hate third party. I got it. Realize the two parties don't love you. But I actually care. Thank you for giving me a chunk of your afternoon. I will see you all very soon.